An overview of harms to me. Purpose. In this inventory, you will recall, study, and learn from your hurts. It will help you honestly look at your pain, see your own sins, and show how wounds can affect behavior patterns. It will help you grieve losses from living in a broken world. It will also identify the things you value, hope for, and protect. Use God's standard. Examine harms using God's standards. God's Word reveals sin and teaches you how to respond to hurts, sins, or fears. Let Christ be your example. The following is a summary of what God says about how to respond when you are wounded. You are powerless to live by this standard in your own strength, but you will use it to gain God's perspective. When harmed, pain and suffering are a part of living in a sinful world. Be honest about your hurts and give your burdens to God. He cares about you, loves you, and wants to heal you. Remember that Christ suffered innocently for all sin. Grieve losses. Speak truth. Do not deny or lie about sin. Be angry about sin. But do not let anger linger or lead you to sin. Do justice, but love kindness. Be willing to forgive. Walk humbly with God. Deal with your own sins first. Do not use pain as an excuse for sin. Leave vengeance for God. Love your enemies, do good, and pray for them rather than hate them. Key things to consider. Because of sinful human nature and brokenness in the world, we all experience pain. In some instances, no fault lies with one who suffers. Examples include child abuse, a painful birth defect, loved ones lost in tragic accidents, etc. While victims are not responsible for tragedies caused by the actions of another or natural disasters, victims are responsible for their response to the harm done to them. See Appendix C for examples. Christ's response to suffering and abuse gives us a model for God's standard. Often, we deny injuries or hold on to our pain. Healthy wound care honestly assesses a wound, treats the wound in the prescribed manner, and moves toward complete recovery. Use this opportunity to properly address, care for, and heal from your wounds. Harms we suffer from loved ones or people of influence can influence our view of God's nature. Study whether the sinful actions of others relate to your perceptions about God's nature. Remember, God loves you so much that He sent His Son, Jesus, to suffer and die for you to be restored. Pain from a wound that remains sharp for years, grows over time, or hinders you from a life of purpose, can reveal hidden sins. Examples, underlying resentment, unforgiveness, pride, an object of worship, unrealistic expectations, etc. Thoroughly examine hurts that linger over time. Abuse victims sometimes let their sufferings define their worth or identity. This is shame. Christ nailed sin and its shame to the cross. His blood defines Christians as chosen, forgiven, righteous, and clean. Understand God's Perspective Who you are in Christ. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Psalm 139 verse 13 to 14 says, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. You are known and cared for. Psalm 56 verse 8 says, 
you have kept count of my tossings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your book? You are called to experience God's glory. 1 Peter 5 verse 10 says, And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. You are being renewed. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 16 to 18 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. You are moving toward peace. In John 16 verse 33, Jesus says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. God's Standard Psalm 27 verse 7 to 11 says, Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger, O you who have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Psalm 55 verse 22 says, Cast your burden on the Lord, and he will sustain you. Romans 12 verse 14 and 17 to 19 says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. 1 Peter 2 verse 23 says, When Christ was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. In Matthew 5 verse 44 to 47, Jesus says, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be sons of your Father who is in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same. And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? In Luke 6 verse 27 to 28, Jesus says, But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. Questions to help you begin your Harms to Me inventory Use these questions to help start your Harms to Me inventory. Though not all of these questions will be relevant to you, some may jog your memory and help you begin. Revisit them if you get stuck. Review the question list in Appendix C if you are dealing with the pain of abuse. Who has hurt you? What kind of relationship did you have with your parents? Did you have a difficult time pleasing one or both of your parents? 
Were you able to easily manipulate your parents to get your own way? Did your parents compare you to others? Family members, friends, troubled kids, etc.? If your parents were to describe you, what would they say? How did your parents punish you? By trying to reason, physical, or emotional? How did your family handle conflict? Did a sibling hurt you? Has a trusted authority hurt you? Were you abused? See Appendix C for the definition of sexual abuse. What was your most painful memory as a child? As an adult? What other painful memories do you have? When have you tried to hurt someone, physically or emotionally, because he or she hurt you? Is there someone of whom you presume the worst? Why? Are you generally suspicious of others? Why? Is there any event that makes you question that God is in control and that He loves you? Are you angry with God? If so, what are you angry about? Whose approval do you desire most? Have you intentionally harmed yourself? How? Are you overly concerned with personal appearance or weight? Are you careless with your appearance or weight? Why? What was the most damaging thing said to you by a loved one? When have you felt betrayed? When do you most often escape to your coping mechanism? Steps to take as you fill out your inventory worksheet. First, pray. Ask God to bring to mind harm suffered, reveal patterns in life, and show you His love for you. Second, read the scriptures relating to God's standard and the previous questions. Third, begin writing down every instance of harm done to you that comes to mind. First, list the person in the who-what column, then the event in the cause column. Leave some space between events, but do not worry about filling out other columns yet. If the harm didn't involve others, like self-harm, write self in the who-what column. Fourth, once you have listed out all of the harms that you can remember in the who-what and the cause columns, fill out the rest of the columns, one harm at a time. Use Appendix B, Identifying Potential Idols and Appendix D, Feelings List, to help you complete these columns. When abuse suffered is listed as a harm, victims of abuse should write, I was not the cause of my abuse. At the time, my response was not my fault. In the nature of my response column. If you are dealing with the pain of abuse, review the inventory examples and questions in Appendix C. Fifth, after you have finished, reread who you are in Christ. Pray and thank God that these sins are in the past, have been nailed to the cross, and that you are clean, holy, and pure because of Jesus. Harms to me inventory examples. Who, what hurt me? Jim, my ex-husband. 
the cause of my hurt. He committed adultery. How I responded. I withdrew for months feeling depressed, worthless, rejected, and a failure. I vowed to never be hurt like that again. I reminded Jim of his failure often and would use it to justify hurting him. I wouldn't respond to Jim's advances for intimacy. I just couldn't forgive Jim. My response was self-protective, shameful, controlling, vengeful, spiteful, fearful, selfish, unforgiving. My response valued Jim's opinion of me, my emotional security, trust of my spouse, faithfulness of my spouse, my control, my comfort, my pride. Who, what hurt me? Mark, the dent repair guy. The cause of my hurt. He lied to me, took my money without finishing the job, and then won't return my calls or texts. He is willfully deceiving me and now avoiding me. How I responded. Eventually, I stopped following up. I was afraid that he might do further damage. I have ongoing thoughts of hatred, frustration, resentment. I start to daydream about how I could get revenge. My response was vengeful, spiteful, unforgiving, unmerciful, hateful, fearful. My response valued money, justice, trusted lost resources more than what God could provide, safety over confrontation. Who, what hurt me? My dad. The cause of my hurt, he was preoccupied with his work, serving at church, and a special needs sibling. He wasn't present or investing in me, except for birthdays or holiday. No training or nurturing. How I responded. I sought attention and affirmation outside the home in harmful ways from boyfriends, social clubs, and other adults. I had to figure out life on my own. I continued this pattern into adulthood. My response was, needy, independence, shameful, low self-worth, angry, resentful. My response valued, my value as a child and woman, a relationship with my dad, trusting external affirmation over God's opinion of me, safety, pride, I can figure it out.